0: Boom, and we are back again, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, hey, hey. To The Chef's Meal, where we talk about just kind of whatever bull crap we talk about as chefs, kind of a powwow session. If you can picture uh, just a few of us inside a liquor room or wherever corner in our restaurant that is free uh, to kind of do your own thing uh, where we have a little meal and kind of get back to us. But anyway, The Chef's Meal, Welcome at Chef Metro Cards. Hey, 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 <laughs> OK, so I, I kind of want to stab this with you because, one, I'm a real fan and I'm talking about Division. OK. Right? Yeah. I think when Division, the first Division came out, it's one. It, I, I compare this thing to cinematic wise. Like, I think Witcher 3 was like the most amazing thing, okay. right? You see the you um nobody can touch that game just for that aspect alone however uh when i saw division's first release mm-hmm. uh, with that gameplay and i was like yo that's something else and it sold me because it was new york like the way they they said it a hundred percent yo it, it was so intuitive and out of its league right off the gates and nobody else did that and that was just so so much of a stellar game um how do you feel about division two so
1: i guess i can't really speak too much about the division two and i'm sorry for that because i haven't played the beta um that's okay i mean i have played the division one and i agree with you like what immediately sold me about the game was its setting like Mm -hmm. you new york is a pretty dynamic place and um like the architecture and like the landmarks um the the population density seem like it would make for um a great setting for a lot of video games but i don't know maybe maybe those things make it kind of a hard thing to tackle um yeah. but the division was one of the first games for this generation that like really made a good effort of uh of of trying to bring the realities of this place where i live um and you know put it in the living rooms of and bedrooms and basements of gamers all around the world um i really liked the 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 concept of you know kind of being dropped into like the urban landscape and having to party up with people to, to to tackle missions you know um this generation of uh, games has like been really, really strong with that. I mean, you've had like Destiny, Destiny 2, Anthem just released. Um, yeah. You know, the Division and uh, the Division 2 is on the way. About these like living, breathing, dynamic, uh, you know, environments for gamers to kind of congregate and um, you know really, really like party up and like tackle tackle missions, man. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, in years prior, like, MMOs were big, like, World of Warcraft, and,
0: um...
1: know, Really huge. I mean, really huge. And it's kind of cool that, like, the fundamentals of those types of games have kind of been, you know, broken down and presented in a way, you know, for people who might not necessarily be into, like, the high fantasy of, uh, you know, a medieval fantasy of, like, World of Warcraft, you know? Like, for me you know i'm you know i'm a young black guy like and i never particularly saw myself in those worlds you yeah, know yeah, yeah. so to have a similar gameplay experience in a place that i know that like i can breathe and touch is uh, always interesting so you interesting. Know, I, I like the division one I. I see that the division two is supposed to be set in like dc and yeah. um, you know, in the coming months. Sorry if you guys can hear my uh, newborn daughter is waking up, so she might coo, or cry in the background. But um, if she gives me a little bit of time in the coming months, you know, I'll, I'll definitely pick up the division two and uh, kind of exist in that
0: world. Yeah. So like, like before we do progress a little more, though, uh, just a word from my sponsors, really quick. Okay, so we're back. Uh, you didn't necessarily play through the beta. No, but I had the privilege actually uh, last week to play it with my brother. Cool, cool. Like, do you remember on the first one where the HUD would you pick up, um, or rather, you can see the stuff already on the lower right mm-hmm. and stuff? This one, they went without it until you activate into actual combat. Oh, well, wow. so, like, it's like, um. You're they're trying to immerse you right away into, like your character as soon as you go, and then when you go, when you turn it on, let's per se, uh, then all the HUD combats come out, and the same exact thing where the watch comes out, and I think that was like the most innovative thing, and on one of the games uh, that's new in our generation, there was such a, um, I don't know how to explain it. It was like a mix of, like if you took Battlefield and COD all together. Okay just morphed it into this futuristic thing where it all happens via your hand wrist mm-hmm. like all together in like a second it was crazy
1: i mean i think one of the coolest things about this generation right like i'm just gonna to say like technically is that you know um they've got the power to drive these uh incredible graphics at like 1080p or 4k and mm-hmm. some times the developers kind of they like spend all this time making all these like intricate art assets and like incredible like high polygon count characters and then they put a display on top of it that kind of gets in the way and you know I really appreciate like when uh, smart developers or savvy developers find ways to implement their UI into the environment you know in a seamless way like how can you communicate that information without breaking breaking an immersion you know like so yeah yeah, I mean like those are things that like can totally take you out of the world I mean I'll use an example like um when you play a game like Grand Theft Auto or like Watch Dogs right now you have to drive and move around like these big environments and they need to be able to communicate that to you so you know one way that they do that and it kind of mirrors the real world is like they give you like a cell phone or they give you like um, you know um, a GPS and they try to communicate how to navigate around the world in an unobtrusive way right like in GTA you got the cell phone you press down on the controller the cell phone comes up and boom that information is there but when you don't need it you know just like real life you put your cell phone in your pocket yeah you know and you're not you know you're not taken out of your gameplay or you know the world in a way that is um incongruous to you know the the division and you know the the (laughs) division you know in the way that they want to provide it to you so you know there have been games in the past that have been really really intelligent about that um i feel like dead space on like um the 360 and playstation 3 generation was really smart about putting or um you know putting your current life bar as a reflection of like the light that comes off of your character you yeah, know, yeah. It's like, hey, if your guy is doing all right, then the light that's shining off of his character is green. You know, mm-hmm. as it gets worse; it starts to deplete, it starts to change colors, and it's a cool yeah. way to like give you that information without necessarily putting a big health bar. Yeah,
0: like I said, like the HUDs, the HUDs are so different, and um, it's it's kind of nice. All, yeah. <laughs> but, but
1: yeah, right. but yeah, let's a smart way that uh savvy developers are utilizing all those talents to kind of communicate that to the world so you know i'm looking forward to uh to checking out the division again for the gameplay for the setting but to see like one of the top developers and publishers in the world you know execute their vision you know um, and probably one of the biggest ways before we move on to like whatever's next for xbox and playstation and nintendo in the coming years on
0: new hardware Mm -hmm. But let's let's talk about that snow though, because like I think for me, in Division One, that snow sold at all because it, it felt so real. Yeah, I felt, yeah. like, I felt like I was in the city, literally, as I'm playing it. But like I said, you you haven't played uh, the beta, but when you are when you're in the streets of DC and you're kind of going about it, it's mostly mm-hmm. like summertime ish. Sure. So it it's a different feel altogether. But the HUD, like I keep saying, the HUD, but because it's so. It's so genuinely intuitive and how they placed it. And I think more games should go that route. I I hate having to go to another screen where you kind of pause and then you you do your whole thing. It just takes you immediately out of what you were trying to do. Yeah. Why can't it be just integrated right there and then, as you need it, as if you were right there and then? Right. I agree.
1: Especially when you're talking about these games that are like supposed to be played online with a bunch of people and you know, um, you know, your reaction time needs to be quick. So if you pull out to a menu, I mean, now you're not on the screen. Maybe your teammates needed you to, to move to a certain place or do certain things, or maybe your real human opponents have moved and now you're at a disadvantage because you need to dip into a menu to, you know, (laughs) kind of change your ammo or get a health item or, you know, or maybe point something else out in the world. Um,
0: Okay, so the, the question is, Division 2, yay or nay? I
1: mean, I'm going to give it a yay. I haven't heard anything negative about it thus far. Um, I thought that Division 1, it didn't start out perfect, but they cared enough to continue to develop that game and make it a success you know, over you know, the, the years after its release. So so I believe that you know, um, Ubisoft and the developers all around the world—they have making that game. Will continue to, you know, want to make that division to a success. So, I'm with it. You know, Um, maybe not day one for me, but uh, but I'll be in there. I'll be in there. Looking to play that game.
0: Yeah, I I I just want to talk about Anthem really quickly as we're kind of popping up. Um, I know you haven't downloaded. I know you're not playing it. I'm playing it. Okay. And it's actually—I don't know if you've read any of the news. It does this thing where it crashes your PS4. Oh wow! That's yeah, crazy. like I did it's download like it,
1: but I downloaded it to my Xbox. I haven't played it yet. Yeah, you know, but Got that's it. crazy.
0: <laughs> for PS4, kind of sake. So I don't know about Xbox, but oh. as of current right now, like I last night I was playing it. Mm-hmm. it did that loading screen thing for a while. Mm. and it, I took my eyes off of it to check an email, and I come back, and it shut off my PS. That's crazy. I mean... Oh, so nuts. And then I've been on uh, tech support with the devs right now, and I'm trying to get a refund because people are getting refunds. I would like a refund. Sure. I, I don't want a faulty game. Yeah, man.
1: I mean, that that's. That,
0: that you know,
1: it's it really and, like, you know, we do understand that, like video games are not like they were when you know we were a lot younger where they're like finished product in a box as soon as you buy it I mean like games do have the opportunity to kind of you know uh, squash bugs and uh, implement new features but you would mm-hmm. like to think that if there's a bug that is causing systems to crash
0: yeah. you know,
1: hard crash and it's reproducible that um, you know maybe you hold back the release you know and make sure that you iron iron that out because i mean i would like to think that you know um taste the subjective you know like what i might think is fun is something that maybe you don't think is fun but i do think that if you're selling a piece of software it should fundamentally work (laughs) and it definitely should not you know be a hindrance yeah it shouldn't be crashing your console you know like that's 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 unfortunate because uh electronic arts is one again one of the biggest publishers in the world i know anthem was produced by one of the best developers of all time and bioware so it's kind of it kind of sad that um you know those two uh big big forces and titans of like the gaming industry put out a product that doesn't work as intended as of right now so so, yeah, man, I hope you get your money back. And, um, you know, I do hope that for the people that don't opt to get their money back, that in a short amount of time, they get a product that they're happy to have paid for.
0: Yeah. pre-released yeah. it, pre-ordered it. I, I like the game, I dig it. Mm-hmm. The only two faults, and I swear that's the only two things that I really could use without, is when you go into the loading menu. Mm-hmm. I don't know why people, uh, like in video games, still do this. You go into the loading menu and it loads. And then you can adjust whatever. Sure. Once you get out of it, it loads again. Why? Why why is that still a thing? I don't yes, understand. Exactly. Like War last year, no loading screen. You you click a button, you're into your little menu, and you're out and about. Yeah. Granted, it's a menu. Mm-hmm. How can that game do that and still perform like like a badass? Right. But this can't
1: you know I, I understand I mean I guess it's all about development uh priorities I mean yeah yeah you definitely cited a strong example of like a high quality triple a game from a big publisher where they were able to kind of uh take the loading because it's because the game is loading but mask it <laughs> while you're playing you know so it appears as seamless to you uh, you know and I don't know if it's a function of the fact that Anthem is an online game where, like, you're managing these, like, small client sessions of four players at any given time or more, and they have to kind of segment things off so that everyone is in the same place at all time, But still, I feel like there probably are better ways to accomplish what they're trying to accomplish. And obviously, if they're, again, releasing a game that hard crashes your system... That there are better ways to accomplish all those things so maybe I don't know maybe it's a one longer load that loads in all the assets or maybe there's a better way to I don't say obscure those load times with I don't know maybe player focused information you maybe know, so that like you feel that you're still getting value out of the game doing what it needs to do behind the scenes yeah. but I mean Again, having not played any more than, like, 20 minutes of it in one of the previous betas and kind of bouncing off of it right then, mm. it's still something that, like, this company or, you know, needs to kind of rectify because, you know, they had a really, really big opportunity to make one of those generational games that, you know, maybe you're playing for, if not that particular game, you're playing the sequels over the next 10, 15 years, you know? Yeah, that's so, what it is.
0: trying to go, go over on top of what destiny was like granted destiny was buggy sure but it was a complete game nonetheless it was a complete game and that that's what everyone's comparing it to now everybody all eyes on division right. and hopefully they don't follow what their predecessor just kind of released so even if they take a little longer than what they have to i would rather that to have an incomplete game altogether.
1: And I 100% agree, man. We live in the best time for all sorts of media. Like, we have more games than we could ever play, more music than we could ever listen to, more movies and TVs than we could ever digest, and more printed text than (laughs) people could ever write almost at this point, which is kind of (laughs) crazy. So, you know, if it's going to take someone a little bit longer to create the art that they intended to create, I would say, you know, as long as that you have the budget to get it done, take that time, man. Release a better finished product, you know? Or at least release, if it's going to be a living project, release something in a better state that you instill the confidence in your consumers that you're going to get there, you
0: know? Yeah. yeah. And that's it, man. Division 2, all for it. I'm I i want. I'm really excited about it. it I, it's been a long time coming. Division 1 was awesome. Division 2, nothing but stars, at least for me sure anthem and so they get this thing fixed i'm pretty enough i'm pretty much not gonna play it <laughs> <laughs> i just i would like a refund like i'm not gonna lie to you i would just ah. yeah,
1: get, get your money back get your money back i mean um I'm, I'm i'm generally team don't pre-order because i want uh the product to be out there before i'm giving my money to you know a company um but i still feel like hey if you put your money up you're voting that this is gonna be something that you're going to enjoy and um i feel like again these companies gotta be able to present you with something that works you know you know it's gotta work it's gotta work but um i don't know uh i'm gonna take this time to shout out uh (laughs) my various gaming handles if anyone wants to hit me up um you can find me at MetroCard X on Xbox Live, on PlayStation Network, um, on Twitter, um, on Steam. If I had a Nintendo Switch, I'm sure it would be some friend code that would start with 15 digits and end with some letters. I don't have one yet, <laughs> but uh, I guess I'll, uh, you know, update the podcast and uh, the relevant places with that information when that changes. Um, that sound in the background is my newborn daughter waking up. So, I think this might be a place for this pod to
0: end, folks. Yeah, man. Thanks again. As I mentioned, uh, this one's called The Chef's Meal. I'll a little segue it into our daily podcast here on um, about it. Make sure you guys check out at MetroCards and all the handles. I'll link it below that way. But already, ladies and gentlemen, have a good day. All right, man.
1: Thank you. It's been a pleasure.